Welcome to Vatavadani Tafshin Pei Aleph, winning the final battle fair and unsquare. This is Saratova Beth. We discussed in the last episode the idea of a Talmud Chachum, that he has to have the Mida of Nisachan. He needs to prove, as if, if I understood it right, he needs to prove his point as being right. Not from a place, when we're talking about pure Chachma, we're talking about proving it for the point of extracting truth. There is something concealed within Tyra that has been in a concealed container, so to speak, within Tyra. And the time has come for this piece of knowledge, this truth to come out. And the scholar will somehow be um, embedded with the desire to bring it out and prove the truth. And prove the truth. And what we see amazingly in the world today is that... Um, we're experiencing that uh, in America at this point. We're experiencing, you know, the need. Asaf is now on board, and Asaf wants to prove the truth. So, to, you know, win win the battle. So, and really, we believe that because we're in these last seconds going from Gullah to Gaula, there is a pure component to the need to win the battle, to bring out the truth that Hashem Echad Echad. So here in the Mimer of Tafshin Yud, of, of the Fedek Rebbe, um, we're talking about the idea of a Talmud Chachem. Does he want, does he want to prove the truth because of financial means? No. Sometimes a person will gain financially by proving his point. But here we're talking about beyond the idea of gaining financially. That's not why you want to come out victorious. There is no financial gain, or you don't care about the financial gain. When it comes to a Talmud Chachm, he receives from the level of Chachma, and he becomes secondary to Chachma. And everything that he does, he does for that Chachma. Bring out this truth, this wisdom, and bring it out into the world. And that's what his desire, that's what his need for victory for Nisachan is all about. And one has to be a guzzle to have that desire for Nisachan, to have that need of Nisachan. And somebody who's greater, the greater they are, the greater the Nisachan is, the greater the victory and the instinct for victory is in them. That's why that's the way it is with the king. And again, we'll go back to Lahavdo Esav in a minute. That's the way it is with a king. The king is Gadol Mikola'am. He is greater than the whole nation. And that's the mile of the king. He is the chosen of the nation, and he's greater than them, as it says about Shalomela. It says that there was nobody better than him, bigger than him. He was head and shoulders above everybody else, above the whole nation. Meaning the king is head and shoulders above the whole nation. So if he is, remember, being a king means by definition you have the Mida of Nitzachan. The two go together. You know, it's a package deal. King, Nitzachan. Victory. So if he's a greater king, he has the, the Indian of victory of Nitzachan more to reveal the Rasan um, his desire to be victorious, 
He's got it more than everybody else. He needs to win. If you're the king, you need to win. If you're a king, a holy king, a let's say we're talking about David and Melech, first Shalom Melech, David and Melech, Melech and Mashiach. Melech and Mashiach has one need, we assume, to be victorious for the glory of Hashem. Period. That's it. And he must win. Why? That's part of the package. King must win. If you're a king, you have to win. And that's the reason, believe it or not, here it says in Basi Lagani, that's the reason why there has to be a war. To bring out his victory. If you're just sitting around doing nothing, sitting around on your throne, doing nothing much, where, how are you going to express the need for victory? There's nothing to be victorious against. You're sitting on your throne. You're just sitting there. The question it will be, really, in Yemais Mashiach, when we're done with wars, what will be, how will victory express itself with Mashiach? I, I, I think it's a good question. But the whole point of there being a war is in the to bring out the victory. And the truth is, in a war, there are two aspects. One is you fight a war to get the goodies, the, 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 the spoils of war from the other guy. And the other reason you, want, you fight a war is to be victorious. And that's the main thing. That's the main point of the war, to be victorious. Not even to get the spoils from, of war from the other guy. Because when you're in a war in which you want to get the spoils, you have to use a lot of kayach, of gvura. For instance, the king of Spain, let's say there once upon a time there was one king of Spain, I'm just making this up, and he wanted to be victorious over Portugal simply because he had the need for victory. Maybe another time. And he didn't really care what he got out of it. He just needed to be victorious. And maybe there was another time in history where a king wanted, he didn't really care that much about victory, but he wanted the resources of the country next to him. And that was the point. These are two completely different reasons for victory. When you're trying to get what the other guy has, the spoils of war, even if it means, you know, uh, you know, Lahabdo, you know, <laughs> two, you know, two people are at a wedding and there's, <laughs> there's only one chocolate eclair left. Which one's going to get it? You know, this is a very polite war. Which one's going to get it? Or sometimes, you know, uh, here's a good example. You're, you're going to the bank. And you see that um, somebody else is approaching the bank and you know that it's going to be an extra five minutes standing in line. So depending on what kind of a person you are, you might kind of speed up your steps, make sure you get into the bank before they do so you save yourself those five minutes. You don't have to stand in line extra. Other people would say, no, 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 you know, the opposite. But there's something you need to do to win the war against them. He wants, she wants to get in the door first. I want to get in the door first. 
uh, I'm in a rush, she's in a rush, you know, who does it first? You need to use Kayach and Gvura. That if you want what they have. Sometimes people just like to win and they don't really care about what they get out of it. There are people who, God forbid, do crimes of theft and they throw this stuff away. They really don't care about it. They just need to win, to succeed, to know, oh, they managed to be victorious at what at their little crime. And other people want the stuff. So in general, war is for the idea of bringing out the Nisachan, this victory. So now, when we talk about America today and what's going on in the world today, one of the things we see is this incredible need for victory. And I think we said before, Hashem puts in our place right now a president who, as we said, this let's say in terms of the Talmud Chacham, he's not into he's not interested in the victory because he's going to be he's going to get money for it. He's not interested in proving his point because he's going to be paid for it. That's a Talmud Chacham. He has he wants to bring out the truth. We never believe Lahavdil, you cannot say, you know, Asaf is a Talmud Chacham, you cannot say that. But we never believe that anything even close to this nida that a Talmud Chacham has would ever even be mimicked in the teeny tiniest way by a member, by someone who is, represents Asaf. Never believed it. We never thought, we never thought that we would ever see it. Because we learn in Tanya, everything that the nations do, they do for their, their own good. They do for their own benefit. And that, and obviously that's true. But to be in a time when we see that there's a desire, there's a desire for someone to win a battle, let's say in this case, you know, a president that wants to win, and the inspiration is not the money. Well, like, oh, you get a really nice salary when you're the president. It's not an inspiration. There's enough money there that money becomes boring after a while. So what's behind the desire of Asav today, the better part of Asav? What do we see as behind the desire of the better part of Asav to win this, this battle? It looks like as close as Asav can get at this point to, well, wanting to see America great, wanting the rights to be wrong, the wrongs to be righted, wanting to drain the swamp, Wanting somehow truth to prevail. This is, when we think of Tafshin Pei Aleph, as much as it's horrible and scary and who knows what's going to be in all of this, what we're not noticing are the amazing miracles that are happening. They're so clouded by our fear of the vaccine and the elections and all that other stuff. Who has time to think about the miracles? So they're all being um, concealed by our discomfort and our fears, and, and rightly so, the miracle is that we already see in Tafshin Te'alaf, sorry, as people say, I don't see any miracles in Tafshin Te'alaf. We were promised great wonders. The great wonder we see is the desire on the part of the king of Esau 
which in this case would be the President of the United States, at this point in history, to win the war because he wants to drain the swamp. And drain the swamp means to him he wants to reveal the truth, as much as Asaph is capable of it. This is a, a Pella that whoever believes that they would be in a generation when they would see it. When Asaph lived, Asaph was the embodiment of La Lenu blood libels. Asaph marinated in that stuff. Asaph prided himself in that stuff. Asaph got highest from that stuff. Asaph, Asaph knew all through the generations with the, the base, with the church, and all of that stuff. He knew. He knew the truth and pretended as if he didn't know the truth. The horrific corruption that, that Asaph stepped into, and happily so, this was Asaph. And here we are in a time when he wants to reveal truth. He wants the victory of truth. So, um, after this, we'll, um, we're going to look into what, how that impacts on, if we see it today, let's just, let's end with it. If we are seeing that Nida in Asav today, at least by half of Asav, the good part of Asav, he can't be just getting it from nowhere. He has to be getting it from Yaakov Avinu, his brother. And from the best of Yaakov Avinu, Mashiach Tzitkenu, Mashiach himself. It's got to be that Mashiach is infusing Asav with that desire. And that means it's for us to look down at Asav and realize if he has that desire to reveal truth, how much more so surely that is our most intense, desperate, longing need to reveal truth. And our way of revealing truth is, besides everything, by learning the deepest levels of Tyrus, teaching that truth to the whole world, and going to places where situations where we see the thing, there are things that need to be fixed, and being unafraid to say the truth. As we see with Dolzain Gesund and have Dolzain Refor Shlemu Kreiva Zev Ben Leia, Dr. Zelenko, he's standing in truth, and it's not simple for him, and it's not a lot of things. He's, 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 he's putting himself in a difficult situation by standing up for the truth of medicine and the medical association and, and saving lives and all of that. So when a Yid goes out in the serious Nefesh to stand for truth, it seems that we've come to a point in history where Asav, when Yaakov does it, then Asav will follow suit and then we'll turn around and we'll realize, we'll see, Tafshin Pei Aleph becomes, please God, the year of the greatest Pella, plus Erenu, the Pella of the Gula Mitzvah and it should be immediately now.